Hello and a very warm welcome to you my dear listener to today's edition of New Life. Coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. It's a joy to have you tuned in. Starting off the show for us today is Emmanuel Sane, who will be telling us more about babies in the health segment. Then later on, Ian Muse will be joining us in the Bible segment to tell us more on how to recognize your escape. But that is after we get the song Yote New Batili by Kibera Youth Choir. Stay tuned. Oh, 
kitombo yote upatili bila ya Yesu ndani yako yote ni bure mwamini Yesu na uzima milele ayo ya kitombo yote upatili bila ya Yesu ndani yako yote ni bure mwamini Yesu na uzima milele ayo ya kitombo yote upatili bila ya Yesu ndani yako yote ni bure mwamini Yesu na uzima milele Welcome back dear listener that was Yote ni Ubatili by Kibera Youth Choir. You're listening to the New Life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Emmanuel Sunday now joins us with more on babies in the health segment. Stay tuned and be on the know. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to yet another edition of our health programs. In our program today, we're going to talk about the various ways in which a baby learns a couple of things as he or she grows up. Babies are naturally curious, and they have to satisfy that curiosity in order to grow. The baby who's kept in a quiet room so that he cannot be disturbed, who is confined to a playpen so that he'll not get hurt, who is prevented from crawling on the floor so that he'll not get dirty, and who is restrained in a jumper or walker so that he'll not get in mother's way, is being deprived of many of the opportunities for growth. A child learns through his senses, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling. These are the ways a baby discovers the world. A baby's brain develops only as the sensations provide learning experiences. New parents are usually very concerned about the child's physical welfare. Such things as an adequate diet, clean diapers, and avoiding illness are at the top of the list of concerns. But the brain needs to be stimulated too. Ordinary experiences such as touching a face or listening to a voice provide a great deal of stimulation to the baby. Babies learn faster when they are allowed to become a part of the family. Brothers and sisters should be able to play with them. They should explore the house as much and as fast as their abilities permit. This obviously means the house must be baby-proof. Anything breakable or dangerous should be well out of the baby's reach. Babies love to have people sing to them, talk to them, and play with them. It takes time, but it's well worth the effort. Smelling a flower or listening to a piece of music are so common to us as adults that we often forget that they are major events to a baby. All these sensory experiences keep a baby alert and provide an abundance of information for his little mind to sort out. One cushion, avoid forcing a baby or young child in mental accomplishments. Many young children become nervous at being prodded constantly to learn. In the long run, the child becomes fatigued and loses interest in everything he does. The joy of learning becomes the dreary task of learning. Unwise as it's to force a child to use his brain, it's far worse to keep him from learning what he wants to. A stunted brain is a wasted brain. This doesn't mean a child should be permitted to become willful and selfish. Parents can effectively guide a young child's interest and behavior so that learning about the world doesn't become a totally self-centered experience. Admittedly, it's a bit of a balancing act. Don't hold back on the baby's desire to learn, yet don't force him to learn either. But babies have a way of letting parents know the rate at which they can grow. Dear listener, do make it a point to join us in our next program on health, and until then, 
by and may God add his blessings and mercies upon you. Are you just joining us? This is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamokwa, coming to you live from Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. You haven't missed a lot as we still have more coming up. My dear listener, your feedback is always welcome and you can drop your comments, suggestions or questions through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya or email us at awrnairobi at Now that that is off the way, Let's get the song Nimpango Kabambe by Kibera Youth Choir. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. My dear listener, 
Thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. Right about now, Ian Muse joins us for the Bible segment with more on recognizing your escape. Be blessed. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, my dear listener. Welcome to our study. The topic of our study is Recognize Your Escape. I am your presenter, Ian Musa. Often when boarding a plane, we make a mental note of emergency exit locations. For me, the very best means for overcoming temptation is recognizing that God has provided a way of escape for every one of us. Remember this passage? There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above the ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13 Now that's some very good news. We don't have to rely on our shaky faith. We can rely on God because He is faithful. Now when you are tempted, you can say, God is measuring what he allows the devil to bring against me, and I'm able to handle it with his grace. You never have to say, I can't bear to resist the devil any longer. By saying that, you'd be calling God a liar. The Egyptians pursued the children of Israel from behind, and as they fled, they also found that mountains were on both sides and river lay in front of them. It seemed like a very hopeless situation. But God had promised that he will be faithful, and he provided a way of escape. The Bible is full of stories like this that seemed hopeless. But God was faithful, and he used even dramatic rescue attempts to help you. When it looked like there was no food to feed the crowd following Jesus, God was faithful to bring food even out of heaven for the followers. So every time you think, I don't see any way out, Remember these stories and make up your mind to trust God and watch for his way of escape. Even with the most devilish temptation at your doorstep, say, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to do the right thing. God will make an escape for you. I've said for the last what I believe to be the most important key to overcoming temptation. You already know that Jesus is able to keep you from falling. Jude chapter 1 verse 24. But if you do fall, don't stay down. If you are in Christ, you have the greatest power to resist wrong. To abide in him is to abide in his spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Noah, Enoch, and Abraham walked with God. And you can do the same today by getting on your knees and petition for strength. God will send every angel in heaven to save you from sin rather than let a trusting child fall when pleading for his help. But you must choose to follow Jesus rather than the lies of the devil. God has made us free moral agents and the devil cannot make us sin. By God's grace, you and I can resist every temptation through his spirit. But remember that if you do fall, don't give up. Many people who fall down, stay down. They say, oh well, I'm lost now. I may as well surrender to every other temptation. God can help you recover lost territory and he will save you from future temptations. 
you might need to spend three days sorrowing and searching just like Joseph and Mary when they lost Jesus. But he will be waiting for you in his father's house. The devil may dishearten you with his wicked whispering saying, I know you, I tempted you, and you did it. You're not good. You call yourself a Christian, but you're just a hypocrite. In fact, you aren't even saved. But I believe the Christian life is progressive. The Bible promises, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 If you sin, and we all do, don't give up. If the devil tricks you and you fall down, don't stay down. Don't let your past failures be an excuse for the future compromise. God can help you overcome everything. You just take it one day and one step at a time. Summarizing all these steps is actually very easy. The most precious way to overcome any temptation has to be because you love God. You know that sin hurts God and when tempted you need to say out loud, I can't do that because I love God. Our response to temptation is an accurate barometer of our love for God. The more you love Jesus, the less the attractions of the devil will hold sway over you. Remember how much Jesus loves you by remembering the cross when you are tempted and the return that love by resisting the evil before you. We are all tempted, but the Lord has promised that we can be overcomers through the exceeding great and precious promises found in the scriptures. Jesus will tell us how to overcome. The devil could not make Jesus sin, nor can he make us. Give great thanks to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57 Ask him for overcoming power and joyfully dive into the pages of his word. Finally, brethren, let us resist sin from the first step. Let us not allow even its appearance in our lives. God has already provided an escape route for every of our temptations. Thank you for your time, dear listener, and be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. It is always a pleasure to have you. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001009Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at awrnairobi at And that brings us to the end of the show today. Until next time, when we meet again, right here, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly.